Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. The story of mixovirus-like microtubular structures, tubulo-reticular inclusions. For a great many decades, investigators have attempted to discover the pathogenesis of systemic lupus erythematosus. Many believe that SLE was secondary to a virus. Indeed, for example, investigators published in the New England Journal of Medicine in the early 1970s an article where they thought they found a C-type virus in patients with SLE in their renal biopsies. It was later shown that the antibodies they utilized cross-reacted with non-viral human proteins such as immunoglobulins. The mixovirus-like microtubular tubular reticular inclusions were first described in the renal biopsies of patients with SLE by Dr. Jorki Sinkovics, Min, and others from the Houston VA and published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 1969. These particles were considered to be viral particles because of their resemblance to paramyxovirus. The term tubulo-reticular structures was first suggested by A.J. Dalton in 1971. When Dr. K.W. Min presented this finding at the International Academy of Pathology, U.S. and Canadian Academy of Pathology Division, there was much excitement. At the end of the abstract presentation, the platform, the moderators asked Dr. Conrad Perani, considered by many the father of renal pathology of SLE, if he had ever seen such things. As Dr. Perani has written, quote, at that time, I had probably studied by electron microscopy hundreds of renal biopsy from patients with lupus nephritis, end of quote. He indicated he could not remember ever having seen such structures. That, of course, took the wind out of the sails of Dr. Men at the presentation. As Dr. Perani goes on, quote, review of my large collection of electron micrographs from patients with SLE promptly confirmed that I was wrong. The tubulo-reticular structures, today known as interferon footprints, were there in good numbers, staring in my face in almost every case. End of quote. Thus, we see what we look for. These microparticles are said to be most numerous in SLE, HIV, and patients with viral infections, although they have been noted in many other diseases. Doctors Hurt, Eigenbrot, Worthen, and others from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical School, Dallas, Parkland, found them in many other non-SLE diseases, such as membranous glomerulonephropathy, and submitted this to the New England Journal of Medicine. It was rejected. These authors published their findings in Arthritis and Rheumatism in 1971. These distinctive 23 to 25 nanometer subcellular organelles are commonly located in the cisternae of the endoplasmic reticulum, but have also been identified in the cytoplasm, paranuclear spaces, and nuclei of cells. Various morphologies have been described. They are mainly seen in endothelial cells and lymphocytes of many tissues, 
including the kidney, liver, lungs, skin, muscle, and eyes. Viral-like particles have even been found in human placentas, though the last time I checked, viruses are not the etiologic agents of human pregnancy. The microparticles are frequently seen in patients with autoimmune diseases, transplants, and viral infections. Interferon levels have a relationship to the number of these structures based upon dose and duration of exposure of the various kinds of interferons. Thus, we still are looking for a virus that leads to SLE. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.